This is Cougar Post-Match Live. Post-match coverage of BYU women's soccer is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Also brought to you by Smith's Food and Drug. Smith's now has grocery pickup and online delivery to save you time. Now let's get you back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, so welcome back to Southfield here in Provo, Utah. Final score, BYU 7 and Idaho State 0. BYU led 5-0 at halftime, just two goals in the second half, and they came this way. Uh, from the 22nd minute, BYU did not score all the way till the 67th minute, but when they did, it was a player picking up her first on the year. Crosses. Deflected loose, played toward frame, and a score! By Ashton Johnson. Ashton Johnson does find that sixth goal. We thought it was coming, and it came off the boot of Ashton Johnson. All right, so BYU 6-0 at that point, and the uh, final goal came from a player who scored two in the first half. It was a hat trick for Michaela Coulihan, and it came from the spot in the 74th. The approach, right-footed shot, and score! Three on the night, 41 for the career solo fifth place all-time, and the Cougs lead 7-0 in the 74th. All right, so BYU is the 7-0 winner. Our final shot tally for the Cougars, 32-0 over the Bengals. Shots on goal, 10-0. Corners, 14-0. There were 18 fouls in the match, 10 against BYU, 8 against the Bengals. There were five offsides flags against BYU and one against Idaho State. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll hear from Michaela Coulihan and Jennifer Rockwood. BYU 7, Idaho State 0 is our final score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Who were the life coaches a century ago? Well, for one thing, they were women giving advice to women. And where were they found? The messages that were in the newspaper at that time, while they may have given out a different vision of what the ideal woman was, it was no less impossible to be an ideal woman in the 1930s as it is today. The story of the first advice columnists. Tomorrow on Constant Wonder, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on BYU Radio. BYU Radio. Together. Music brings us all together and reminds us that we are the same. Together. Black, white, brown, everybody. We all got to come together. So we're going to do this together, right? Together. 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 Coming together. Together as Americans. If we come together, we can make a difference. BYU Radio, a place where inspiring talk shows and edifying music come together to better your life. BYU Radio, together. You can listen to BYU Radio anytime in your home. Just ask your smart speaker to play BYU Radio. You can play the live broadcast or episodes of your favorite shows. You can hear sports, storytelling, music, inspirational programs, and informative talk shows. So whatever your day brings you, or maybe you just want a few moments to relax, you can enhance that time with shows that entertain, inform, and uplift. You can learn more about all of our shows by visiting our website at byuradio.org. This afternoon on Top of Mind Prime Cuts, we use salt for so many things on our roads, as fertilizer, in construction. All that salt doesn't just disappear. It's going into our water and poisoning it, which hurts human health, obviously, and endangers ecosystems. How does the salt get there and what can we do about that? 
We'll find out this afternoon on Top of Mind Prime Cuts at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on BYU Radio, or ask your smart speaker to play the Top of Mind podcast. Welcome back to Cougar Postmatch Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel. All right, tonight's Adobe Woman of the Match, presented by Adobe Creativity for All, is BYU striker, BYU attacking center mid- midfielder, beg your pardon, Michaela Coulihan. Michaela tonight, six shots, four shots on goal, three goals, an assist. So a seven-point night for Michaela Coulihan. Uh, with a hat trick, she ends up with 41 goals for her BYU career. And with that, she's now solo fifth place on the all-time BYU career goal scoring chart. 111 points as well. Puts her solo fifth in that category as well. And tonight's Adobe Woman of the Match, Michaela Coulihan joining me. Greg Rubel pitch side here at Southfield in Provo. BYU 7 and Idaho State 0 is our final score. Kayla pops on the headset. Kayla, congrats. Nice win for the team. Thank you, Greg. It was a fun one. And nice one for you as well. Uh, the goals uh, give you 41. So you were in a tie for a few moments with Elise Flake and then broke a tie. So Elise is at 40, and you're at 41. And I tracked these things. And so now you're solo fifth all-time here at BYU. And you had some good company with Elise, a former teammate of yours. Yeah, for sure. Elise is awesome. So it's fun to be uh, have my name recognized with hers because she set, sets the bar super high. What about this BYU team right now? The, the the Utah game a week ago tonight's the outlier. That's a 0-0 draw. But in, in the game before it, you scored seven as a team. And then the two games after it, you've scored seven in each game. That's a lot of firepower. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's fun to score a lot of goals. And I think that Something's different about Southfield. I think the goals just kind of come for us. <laughs> it is crazy. The Southfield number is now 26 goals for and five goals against. On the road, you guys have scored one goal and four against. Now, granted, you've only played three away matches, but you're now looking when you do eventually get back on the road to try and find that um, that scoring touch somewhere other than Southfield. Yeah, for sure, and I, I think we will. I think it's coming. Right when we get into conference play, uh, that's that's the goal, and I think that we're kind of peaking at the right moment. So Let's go back to a week ago. How frustrating was going 110 minutes without a goal in Salt Lake and then bouncing back with two big wins in Southfield? Yeah, uh, Utah game was super frustrating. I think we all kind of had a little bit of a wake-up call that night, and it, it's been great to get back at it, be home, kind of get our uh, momentum flowing again, and the goal's, the goal's coming, and I think, like I said, I think we're just kind of – progressing at the right time now now you know it's been tough for the Bengals uh they haven't won again match in almost two years this is 21 straight winless now for them so you kind of knew what kind of frame of mind they might be in coming in so how do you approach a game like that where you know that there it's going to be tough going for them but you still want to be sharp on your end yeah I think we approach every game the same I mean yesterday we were kind of talking about the Idaho State team and what they would bring and we we expect to know to get the best game from each of our opponents and so we approach it the same way, but also kind of have bigger goals in games like this. We try to be super disciplined, focus on the little details so that when we play a little bit better opponent and, and are challenged a little bit more, we're sharper on those things. So come Saturday, you know, I think today was just a game to prepare for our Saturday game and then to get the, you know, the good vibes going for conference play. And Utah State's playing better. They've had some nice wins this year. Yeah, for sure. I, I think I just heard they only lost to Utah 2-1 and... Uh, any in-state game is always going to be a battle. So They beat Marquette, who you beat here as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Utah State's playing better. Yeah, I think they got a new coach this year, and so they, they have some good things going there too, and it will be a tough one. Then it, it's a funny thing. After Saturday, you won't play for two weeks. It's, it's, a, it's kind of a rare break at this point of the year, but then when you come off the break, 
it's up to Spokane. Coach Watkins, Gonzaga, good team again. And uh, you're right into the conference wars. Yeah, I think it will be good kind of to get a break in between non-conference and conference play. And, and it will be super fun to go open conference play at Gonzaga. And uh, I think we have a lot of stuff to prove there. So I'm super excited. Where do you think BYU got better in the last couple of games? I think we finished our chances. I think that was a big talk after Utah. Like, we, we were creating the chances. We had a lot of opportunity. We had the the possession the whole game almost, and we just didn't take advantage of those those opportunities we had. And I think that and the games have shown as the goals have come, but uh, we've been able to do that a little bit better these past couple games. Eight straight home matches have been won here at Southfield, and uh, something special about this place, as you just talked about a moment ago, um, you know, it's a volleyball night, too. I think a lot of volleyball fans left there and came over here as well, so they got a couple wins tonight. Yeah, it's super fun. Uh, Southfield's the funnest place to play, and that's what makes BYU so special, and it's just a fun time to be out here, and our fans are awesome. Now, you're going to be long gone when this all happens, but uh, your thoughts on being part of a BYU program that uh, has been invited to and accepted into the Big 12 in a couple of years. Your thoughts on just that accomplishment for the school and what you think the soccer program will do in a new league? Yeah, I'm, I'm jealous. <laughs> I wish <laughs> I had four more years of eligibility, but uh, I think the soccer team will be great. I think they'll be challenged a little bit more from top to bottom, and um, I think that's what, what BYU needs to progress a little bit more and go farther in the tournament than we have so far. And uh, for the school and soccer program as a whole, I think I think it'll be awesome, and they'll get to travel and play some of the best teams <laughs> in the country. So, some new rivalries beyond things like Santa Clara and Pepperdine. It'll be West Virginia and TCU and teams like that. Yeah, and I mean top-ranked teams consistently every yeah. year, and they'll they'll be playing the toughest competition, and that's what you want. Okay, five, two, and one uh, through eight matches. Where do you think this team is pacing in terms of achieving the goals you you have set for yourselves this year? I think we're right on track. I think we got out in preseason and we're able to challenge ourselves a lot, you know, playing tough SEC teams on the road and um, definitely got the exposure that we needed there. And I think now we're kind of settled in. People are feeling more comfortable in their roles, and, and now we're just ready to hit the ground running and, and succeed and also do something that this team, this program hasn't done so far. I think that we have it all in front of us, and it's up to us to take advantage of it. You're talking about things like Final Fours and beyond, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> okay, um, last thing for you then is uh, you, 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 you leave this, you get ready for Utah State. What, what do you guys do with a break like that that keeps you sharp, or can you do during a break that will keep you sharp? Yeah, I think we'll take advantage of it. I think training will be super intense, which – Training is awesome because we sometimes, you know, playing against each other is our best competition. And so it just helps us get that much better. Playing against a high-pressing team is, is always good. And then I think we're going to have a scrimmage in the week off that we have and play a little blue-white game or something. We'll see how it goes. But I think it's just an opportunity for us to reset but also improve. Do you keep an eye on the polls and how you guys kind of climb each week a little bit by bit? Yeah, I mean, I think I, I definitely pay attention to it. I try not to look too much into it because... Really, it doesn't matter, you know. Once we get into the conference play, we have one thing to take care of. But, but yeah, I for sure look into it a little bit. Uh, after tonight, you are now uh, solo fifth in goals at BYU, also fifth in total points at BYU with 111, and those numbers climb as well. And, again, you may track them like you do the polls, like kind of nice to see maybe, but you're not totally focused on it. But it's pretty cool to know that uh, you're in some great company at least. Yeah, for sure. It's it's always uh, uh, good to see those names that I'm kind of amongst, and it's it's – humbling and it's an honor definitely but always team first and i like to just be a part of the team's success and like to see us do well 
collectively. Last thing for you, uh, you scored on a PK tonight. It was your second PK try of the year. You rarely miss these, but the one you took earlier was uh, saved, right? Yeah, the keeper yeah. made a great save because it was against USC, and mm-hmm. yeah, she made a good save on. So, what did you want to do tonight? What's that? What do you want to do tonight with your PK? Oh, I, I just looked up, and I've been practicing. I've been in practice every day, and I was like, i got to redeem myself and just put it in the back of the net. Well, nicely done. Nice hat trick and great win. Thanks, Kayla. Thanks, Greg. All right, it. our Adobe woman of the match, Michaela Coulihan. Jen Rockwood is here. We'll put the headset right off of Kayla and on to Jen. As we wrap up, BYU 7-0 win over Idaho State. Cougars win it to go to 5-2-1 and one on the year and win an eighth straight match here at Southfield. Jennifer Rockwood has put on the headset. Coach Rockwood, congrats on another W. Thanks. It was a great game for us. Uh, great start. Proud of Kayla for, you know, she's been wanting to score some goals, and she got them tonight for sure. So it's pretty crazy that in three of your last four matches you've scored seven, exactly seven. Seven seems like a good number. I'll keep taking seven. But we got we kept the zero on the other side. So, so that's I, the I was, outlier. I was quite well, happy about that. Yeah. Yes. And again, the, the weird thing I mentioned mm-hmm. the other zero was the fact that a week ago tonight you guys played 110 minutes and didn't score a goal, but everything yep. else is sevens. Yes, and I think we've learned. You know, that's what you do. You just you got to <laughs> learn from those frustrating times. Um, and I thought we showed a lot more. We talked a lot about discipline and managing the game and um, staying consistent and. and and getting off to that strong start, and we challenged them to, you know, score first, score early, and score again. And so uh, they did a great job tonight. Uh, Ashton Johnson scored uh, mm-hmm. her first goal of the season tonight. That gives you 12 different goal scorers on this roster right now with at least one goal. That's that's great depth. It is, and, and that's something we knew coming in, and we really believed in our, our depth and our, our bench and our ability to have girls come into the game and make a difference. And um, Ashton played a different position tonight but was very effective um, and uh, really liked the way she played. Yeah. A lot of players got a lot of minutes. Your bench was down a little bit tonight, yep. but uh, the players who could play all kind of spread it around. I thought it was really nicely done how you kind of got everyone time in different plot spots. Yeah, and in the second half, we wanted some some of our uh, younger players to have that opportunity to get off to a start starting half, and, and again, they, they came out strong and uh, maintained. I, I don't know that we gave up a shot, but, you know, Idaho State's going to do a good job uh, in their conference, and you know they they really um, held us a little bit more accountable in the second half. And uh, but but our team stayed disciplined. We didn't force things. We we kept the ball moving, um, and, which is what we struggled with against Missouri. So I think it was a good lesson for us. Good turnaround tonight. Incredible depth and balance. No one played fewer than 22 minutes. No one played more than 68 minutes. That's a real hearty sampling of playing time for a lot of people. Yeah, I, th- I think as a coach, too, you, that, that's kind of your best-case scenario. You don't get these very often where, you know, your starters play well, um, they play some good minutes, the bench comes in and really continues uh, the same energy, um, the same quality, and uh, they get that experience. We've, we've got some good young players who are getting some really good experience. Your Southfield goal tally now goes to 26 goals, 4 and 5 against, so a plus 21 here on your home pitch. We love playing at Southfield for sure. Uh, we got a big one Saturday night against Utah State, who's having a phenomenal season. They're playing better, right? Uh, they're playing, yeah. Uh, they were undefeated going into their their game with Utah tonight, um, and uh, yeah, they're they're playing well. They've got a new coach. Um, he's he's doing a great job with them. They'll be a handful, and um, we just have to keep uh, wanting to get better each game. You expect a good challenge on Saturday night, and it's an important match for you because you won't play for two weeks, and then your next game you will play will be in Spokane, and you're in the league battle. 
Yeah, absolutely. And we, we talked about that before the game. It's important for us to go into conference play with good momentum, good energy. Um, and, you know, we, so far we've checked one off. Uh, we've got another one Saturday night. Gonzaga's having uh, a great season. I think they're 7-1. and one. I don't know what happened tonight. Chris is doing a fantastic job. He'll have them ready. I think they were receiving votes. Mm-hmm. Um, every Everything that we've done so far is to, to prepare us for conference play on the road. At Gonzaga, it's a tough place to play, but looking forward to it. How do you feel about having a 5-2-1 and one team through eight matches? Uh, really pleased. Um, you know, we really challenged the girls with a tough schedule. Um, you know, we got one game left in our non-conference play. Really happy with where we are right now. Um, and, yeah, just look forward to more good soccer. Well, Jen, congratulations on the W once again. Well done. And uh, the, the uh, home win streak continues, goes to eight. Uh, Michaela Coulihan, by the way, uh, now has 41 career goals. She broke a tie with Elise Flake, who had 40. Fantastic. And so Michaela is now solo fifth in goals. She's also solo fifth in points with 111 as a Cougar. Cam Tucker added to her uh, scoring tally as well. And I think Ashton, with her goal, has 10 for her career. You have six different players on this current roster, I believe, now with 10 or more goals, double-digit goal scores. I mean, some programs want to have, you know, maybe great to have one or two double-digit scores for their career. You've got mm-hmm. six right now on this team. Yeah, and it just shows the depth of, of our team. Um, you know, Kayla's going to, Kayla and Cam and Ashton, they're all going to score more goals this season. So look to see them move up in their, in those career tallies that I don't keep track of, but you do a great job. Exactly. You, keep, you do a great job of it. Uh, and it's, I know it's something they certainly, uh, you know, appreciate and, and they'll have something to look back on. But uh, yeah, Kayla's going to score some more goals for sure. Absolutely. Well, our post match interview is brought to you by Zions Bank. For banking that helps you tackle every financial challenge, Zions Bank is for you. Shep and Rach will have the game Saturday night. I'll be over at football, then I'll be with you in Spokane when the uh, league wars get underway in a couple of weeks. So once again, congrats, Jen, and good luck on Saturday against Utah State. Awesome. Thanks, Greg. All right, that is Jennifer Rockwood, and that is going to do it for tonight's BYU women's soccer broadcast. Our thanks to the crew back at BYU Radio. Braden Hatchett and Corbin Radford on the board. Our coordinating producer is Terry South. Jacob Habel was our broadcast intern. Trevor Rich, our intern here at Southfield. Our thanks as well to Sean O'Neill from BYU Radio and Sean Fay, our engineer at BYU Radio tonight. For Rachel Manning-Jorgensen, for the coach, Jen Rockwood, Michaela Coulihan. In postgame, Cam Tucker at half at halftime. My name is Greg Rubel, telling you once again our final score is BYU 7, Idaho State, no score. Cougars and Aggies. It'll be Saturday at 6 with Shep and Rachel right here on BYU Radio. So in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Women's Soccer on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Provo, Utah. You've been listening to live. You've been listening to live coverage of BYU Women's Soccer on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Coverage of today's match has been brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Also brought to you by Smith's Food and Drug. Smith's now has grocery pickup and online delivery to save you time. Also by Wilner and O'Reilly. Immigration solutions in Utah and abroad at wilneroreilly.com. And by Zions Bank. For banking that helps you tackle every financial challenge, Zions Bank is for you. BYU Women's Soccer is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen, Vice President Keith Vorkink, Athletic Director Tom Homo, and Associate Athletic Director for Corporate Sponsorship Casey Stoffer. BYU Women's Soccer is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.